Two monks were traveling to Sabati along a high road in the Kosalan districts. Getting a little too silly, Edward. Podcast, episode 121, Tipitaka, part 58, in which we will continue with Pakitia, starting with uh, Pakitia 35, and possibly going beyond that, as usual, you know better than I do from the title of the episode and the opening uh, credits, if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, some of you are watching the Tipitaka playlist or listening to the podcast called Tipitaka. I've noticed that the Tipitaka podcast on Spotify is uh, very popular, I mean, relative to Buddhist books. So there's a very good chance that you just, the episode before this one was Tipitaka part 57. Um, we had a special episode in between in which we took a little Vajrayana break. If you want to hear that, it's on a podcast called Edward Reeves Buddhist Books Podcast, and it's uh, episode 120. Um, so yeah, for those of you listening to TV Taka, you might have noticed a week and a half long space between this episode and the previous one while I was working on another podcast and another podcast, Esoteric Nerd and Edward Reeves Buddhist Books. But anyway, enough confusion. Um, the people who are listening to the podcast are up to, the, I mean, the person who's furthest along is up to Tipitaka Part 5. So there's people actually listening to it um, diligently. Uh, one in Brazil and one in India, I believe. So that's cool. Um, welcome. All right. Well, um, today's special guest is uh, someone we've seen on this uh, program here before. It's Lord Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree, kind of getting back to the basics. Um, the previous episode, we were in Padmasambhava territory and, uh, well, what have you. So, um, if there isn't anything else, anybody have any questions? No? All right. So I will continue with, oh, by the way, by the way, um, if this is your first time seeing me, do go ahead and click here and that will take you to the Tipitaka playlist, the aforementioned Tipitaka playlist. All right, let's get to it. Expiation, Pakitia, 35. At one time, the Enlightened One. The Lord was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, a certain Brahmin, having invited the monks, gave them a meal. The monks, having eaten, being satisfied, 
went to relations and families and ate some. Some went out, taking the alms bowl. Then that Brahmin spoke thus to the neighbors, quote, Masters, the monks were satisfied by me. Come, and I will satisfy you. End quote. These said, quote, How will you, master, satisfy us? For those invited by you came to our houses. Some ate, others went out taking the alms bowl. End quote. Then that Brahmin looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the reverend sirs, having eaten in our house, eat elsewhere? Yet am I not competent to give as much as they please? End quote. Monks heard that Brahmin who, three dots, oh, did you miss the three dots? I didn't. Spread it about. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these monks, having eaten, being satisfied, eat elsewhere? End quote. Three dots. Quote, Is it true, is it true, as is said, that you, monks, three dots, ate elsewhere? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The monk, the enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, Monks, how can these foolish men... Hmm? Okay, he was talking to them, now he's talking about them. Perhaps the dots would help clarify what was going on here. Having eaten, being satisfied, eat elsewhere. Monks... It is not for pleasing those who are not yet in parentheses pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk, having eaten, being satisfied, should eat or partake of solid food or soft food, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Now, at that time, monks brought back sumptuous alms food for ill monks. The ill monks did not eat as much as expected, and, in parentheses, the monks threw these away. The Lord heard a loud noise, a great noise. A noise, parentheses, like, and parentheses, the cawing of crows. And hearing this, he addressed the venerable Ananda, saying, quote, What, Ananda, is this loud noise, this great noise, this noise, parentheses, like, close parentheses, the cawing of crows, end quote. Caw, caw, yeah, like that, you know. Then the venerable Ananda told this matter to the Lord, quote, But Ananda, monks should eat what is left over by ill, parentheses, monks, close parentheses, end quote, quote, They would not eat it, Lord, end quote. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, to eat what is left over, both by one who is ill and one who is not ill. And monks, parentheses, what is left over, close parentheses, should be made left over, saying, 
quote unquote, all this is enough, end quote unquote, and thus monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk, having eaten, being satisfied, should eat or partake of solid food or soft food that is not left over, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. Um, just a little bit of commentary. If there are Theravadan orders out there that are still strictly adhering to these rules, go ahead and like not eat the leftovers of a monk who is ill. I'm just saying. These days we know that that shit's you know you, it's an easy way to catch whatever they have. All right, that's it. That was just my little two cents there. Don't mean to contradict the Lord. <clears throat> Cheers. Whatever means, ah heck, it's been a while, take it away, me from the past. Whatever means, he who, on account of his relations, on account of his social standing, on account of his name, on account of his clan, on account of his morals, on account of his dwelling, on account of his field of activity, in parentheses, an elder, or a novice, or one of middle standing, this is called whatever. So that's what whatever means. Monk means he is a monk because he is a beggar for alms, a monk because he submits to wandering for alms, a monk because he is one who wears the patchwork cloth, a monk by the designation, parentheses of others, and parentheses, a monk on account of his knowledge, on account of his acknowledgement, a monk is called, quote, come monk, and parentheses, a monk is endowed with going to the three refugees. A monk is auspicious. A monk is the essential. A monk is a learner. A monk is an adept. A monk means one who is endowed with harmony for the order. The, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times and then followed by the decision with actions parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline, and parentheses. With steadfastness, with attributes of a man perfected. Whatever monk is endowed with harmony for the order, with the resolution at which the motion is put three times, and then followed by the decision with actions, parentheses, in accordance with Dhamma and the discipline, and parentheses, with steadfastness and the attributes of a man perfected, this one is a monk as understood in this meaning. Cool. Cool. That's what monk means. Now we know. Having eaten means any one meal of the five parentheses kinds of close parentheses meals. Ooh, a footnote. Will we find out what the five kinds of meals are? Let's see. Ah, the footnote says that it's going to tell us what the five kinds of meals are in two pages. All right, <laughs> thanks, footnote. Continuing, even and even parentheses as little as close parentheses becomes eaten with a blade of grass. Being satisfied means eating is to be seen. A meal is to be seen. Standing within a reach of the hand, he asks, parentheses, him, close parentheses, a refusal is to be seen. Maybe that's what being satisfied means to you, but 
never mind. What is not left over means it becomes made not allowable. It becomes made not formally accepted. It becomes made not delivered. It becomes made not within a reach of the hand. It becomes made by one who has not eaten. It becomes made by one who has eaten. Has been satisfied, parentheses, and, close parentheses, has risen from his seat. It does not come to be said, quote within quotes, all this is enough, end quote within quotes. It does not come to be left over by one who is ill. This means what is not left over. What is left over means it becomes made allowable. It becomes made formally accepted. It becomes made being delivered. It becomes made within a reach of the hand. It becomes made by one who has eaten. It becomes made by one who has eaten. Hang on. It becomes made by one who has eaten. It becomes made by one who has eaten. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. There's more. Right. It becomes made by one who has eaten. Semicolon. It becomes made by one who has eaten. Comma. Has been satisfied. Parentheses and close parentheses. Has not risen from his seat. Semicolon. So it wasn't exactly repeating the same thing twice. It was repeating the same thing twice, followed by a comma. Never mind. Um, yes. It comes to be said, quote within quotes, all this is enough, end quote within quotes. It comes to be left over by one who is ill. This means what is left over. Solid food means setting aside the five parentheses kinds of close parentheses meals. The footnote did tell us it was going to tell us what those were on this page, didn't it? And food that, parentheses, may be eaten, close parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life. The rest means solid food. Soft food means the five parentheses kinds of, close parentheses, meals. Cooked rice, food made with flour, ah, barley meal, fish, Meat. Eat all the snails you want. Eat all the insects you want. Oh, oh, now we know the exceptions. Now that we know the five kinds of meals, we know all the food that can be eaten. Potatoes. Is it cooked with rice? Five kinds of barley meat. French fries. French fries forever. Have all the French fries you want, and you are still a law-abiding Theravadan monk. Sorry. If he accepts, thinking, quote within quotes, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote within quotes, there is an offense of expiation. That means you have to say you're sorry. For every mouthful, there is an offense of expiation. I assume based on the word expiation. If he thinks that it is not left over when it is not left over, and in parentheses, eats or partakes of solid food or soft food, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not left over, three dots. Yeah, thanks. If he thinks that it is left over when it is not left over, three dots. An offense of expiation. If he accepts for the sake of nutriment, 
uh, parentheses, food to be eaten, closed parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is not left over when it is left over, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is left over, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is left over when it is left over, there is no offense. It's the whole point of the rule. There is no offense if, having caused it to be made left over, he eats it. If, having caused it to be made left over, he accepts it, thinking, quote, I will eat, end quote. If he goes away, conveying it for the sake of another. If he eats the remainder of an ill, parentheses, monk's meal, end parentheses. If, when there is a reason, he makes use of, parentheses, food to be eaten, end parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. So the footnote for if there is a reason, if he is thirsty and makes use of the food to be eaten upon the periods mentioned above for the sake of uh, slacking, slaking his thirst, uh, or if he has a pain that could be eased and uses these foods for that purpose, there is no offense. All right. All right. The fifth, meaning, of course, the 35th. Okay. So that was very similar to another rule. Hmm. Right, no, this one was about eating someone's leftovers, more specifically. The other one was don't eat a second meal. This is don't eat a second meal unless you're eating someone's leftovers. All right. Speaking of which, my wife left me some leftovers right before this, and she insisted that I eat it. And I said, no, you eat it. And she said, no, I'm finished. And I said, well, I'll eat it after I'm done recording. So this sort of applies to me. All right, expiation, pakitia, 36, at one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, two monks were traveling to Savati along a high road in the Kosalan districts. Getting a little too silly, Edward. So, um, Dusty Confucius, I'll dust him off later, um, and, uh, and, and Merlin, one-armed Merlin, will be playing the, uh, the role of these two monks for today. Yeah, I know Confucius plays the son of one of the schismatic something or others. He's a double role. Triple role, if you count Confucius. Anyway, one monk indulged in bad habits. The second monk said to this monk, quote, Your reverence, do not do that. It is not allowable. End quote. He grumbled at him. Then these monks arrived at Savati. Now, at that time, 
food for the order was parentheses prepared close parentheses by a certain guild in Sabati. The second monk, having eaten, came to be satisfied. The monk who grumbled, having gone to his relations, taking alms food, approached that monk, and having approached, he said to that monk, quote, do eat your reverence, end quote. Quote, no need, I am full, your reverence, end quote. Quote, your reverence, the alms food is delicious, do eat, end quote. Then this monk, being pressed by that monk, ate that alms food. The monk who grumbled said to that monk, quote, your reverence, you think that I should be advised, parentheses, by you, close parentheses, when you, having eaten, being satisfied, eat soft food that is not left over? End quote. Quote, your reverence, should it not be spoken about? End quote. Quote, your reverence, should it not be inquired into? End quote. Then that monk told this matter to the monks. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, now we get to find out what the crime is. How can a monk... Asking a monk who has eaten, who is satisfied, invite him, parentheses, to take, and parentheses, soft food that is not left over. The monk with the bad habits got in trouble for trying to get the other monk in trouble. I approve. All right. End quote. Seems like if this were happening in, like, an episode of Last Airbender or something, then that would be the moral, right? Sort of. Quote. Is it true? As is said that you, monk, asking a monk three dots, soft food that is not left over? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked him, saying, quote, How can you, foolish man, asking a monk who has eaten, who is satisfied, invite him, parentheses, to take, close parentheses, soft food that is not left over. It is not, foolish man, for pleasing those who are not yet, in parentheses, pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk, asking a monk who has eaten, who is satisfied, should invite him, parentheses, to take, close parentheses, solid food, or soft food that is not left over, saying, quote in quotes, now monk eat or partake of, end quote within quotes, knowing, desiring to find fault with in eating, there is an offense of expiation. Amen. End quote. Whatever means, three dots, monk means, three dots, having eaten means, three dots, we did it, you know, earlier, solid food means, three dots, we learned a lot about solid food, french fries, don't count, snails, mm -mm. the list goes on, not just french fries and snails, anyway, asking should invite means, he says, quote, take just as much as you want, hmm? End quote. He knows means either he knows by himself or others tell him or he tells him. Right. Okay. 
desiring to find fault with means, if he asks parentheses him, close parentheses, saying, quote within quotes, I will reprove I will reprove him for this. I will remind him. I will blame him. I will make him think back. I will shame him. End quote within quotes. There is an offense of wrongdoing. If at his bidding he accepts, saying, quote within quotes, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote within quotes, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense of wrongdoing. At the end of the meal, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that he was satisfied when he was satisfied, parentheses and, close parentheses, asking him, invites him, parentheses, to take, close parentheses, solid food or soft food that is not left over, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether he was satisfied, three dots, offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he was not satisfied when he was satisfied, three dots is no offense. All right, okay. So he thinks the monk didn't have enough to eat. And he's like, ah, eat, eat. And the monk eats. And then Lord Buddha says, were you satisfied? Yes. Did you think he was? No, I thought he hadn't had enough to eat. All right, off with you. No problems. Everything's a-okay. All right. Sounds good to me. If he asks him, parentheses, to take, close parentheses, for the sake of nourishment, parentheses, food to be eaten, close parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life. It's a pretty big loophole there, during life. Um, there is no offense. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Got to get reverse the... If at his bidding he accepts saying, quote, then quotes, I will eat, I will partake of, I will eat, I will partake of, uh, end quote, within quotes, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he was satisfied when he was not satisfied, there is an offense of wrongdoing, because he thought he was doing something wrong, even though he wasn't, right? If you think you're doing something wrong, that's a wrongdoing, even if it's even if you're not doing something wrong, right? Um, if he is in doubt as to whether he was not satisfied, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that he was not satisfied when he was not satisfied, there is no offense. There is no offense if, having caused it to be made left over, he gives it. If, having caused it to be made left over, he gives it, saying, quote, eat, and quote, if he gives it, saying, quote, Go away, conveying it for the sake of another, end quote. If he gives the remainder of an ill, parentheses, monk's meal, and parentheses, don't do that. Don't do that. That's okay to throw away. He's ill. His cooties are on it. If, when there is a reason, he gives, parentheses, food to be eaten, and parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, saying, quote, make use of it, end quote, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The sixth, meaning the 36th. Any uh, scholars out there of Theravadan Buddhism who would like to help clarify for us what it means by during life? Because 
to me, that sounds like if you eat the food at any point after having been born, before dying, then you're not breaking the rule. Which, obviously, seems a little odd. Or if you're eating it for nourishment at any point in your life, especially when you're on night watch, but also when you're just alive, you know. I, you know, maybe it makes sense. Maybe it makes sense. Should we read that? Should we read one more? All right. Oh my God, this guy had me cracking up. Someone commented on, oh, what, which one was it? I think it was the last Tipitaka saying, what do you want and can I have some? And it, I, so I rewatched it from the standpoint of imagining like, I'm not on anything by the way, except for caffeine and life, high on life. But watching the episode, imagining that I'm like on some kind of psychedelic or something, it was hilarious. It was hilarious when I'm like doing voices and just wearing this and in the room like this. And I had that bright flag here on and I'm like, welcome everybody. Like just the whole thing was funny. All right. One more. Then we'll call it a day. Expiation Pakitia 37. I'm 37. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, you had to be there. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Rajagaha in the bamboo grove at the squirrel's feeding place. And he says, hi, Mahavir. Carry on. I'm just doing my thing over here. If they were contemporaries. Mahavir might have been much older. Now at that time in Rajagaha, there came to be a festival on a mountaintop. That sounds fun. The group of 17 monks. Ooh, ooh. Okay, naughty monk. It's time for the group of 17 monks. Remember the group of 17 monks? They've been introduced to us before. The group of 17 monks having bathed having anointed themselves, having offered, parentheses, them, close parentheses, parentheses, food, close parentheses, gave solid food. Mm -hmm. The group of 17 monks taking the solid food, having gone to the monastery, said to the group of six monks, quote, take your reverences, eat solid food, end quote. Quote, where did your reverences obtain solid food? End quote, they said. The group of 17 monks told this matter to the group of, 16, of six monks. Quote, then do you, your reverences, eat a meal at the wrong time? End quote. Quote, yes, your reverences. End quote. The group of six monks looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, how can the group of 17 monks eat a meal at the wrong time? End quote. Then this group of six monks told this matter to the monks. Those who were modest monks looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the group of 17 monks eat a meal at the wrong time? End quote. These monks told this matter to the Lord. Quote, is it true? As is said, that you monks ate a meal at the wrong time. 
end quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how can you foolish men eat a meal at the wrong time? It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not yet in parentheses pleased three dots and thus monks this rule of training should be set forth whatever monk should eat or partake of solid food or soft food at the wrong time there is an offense of expiation end quote yeah it sounds very similar to other rules but perhaps there's a subtle difference that i'm not catching I'll let you know if I figure out what it is at some point in the future. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. The wrong time means afternoon has passed until sunrise. Oh, all right. I stand uh, uh, enlightened. I mean, not enlightened, obviously, but like just on this particular point. So afternoon has passed until sunrise? You're not supposed to eat afternoon until sunrise? Wow. I did not know that. That's very strict. Did they mean sunset? Well, the footnote says, Kvvin Iv 156. That's not helpful. All right. All right. Monks only eat first thing in the morning and they stop eating at noon. Apparently. Apparently. All right. Okay. Solid food means three dots. Soft food means three dots. Meat. All right. If he accepts it, thinking, quote, I will eat, I will partake of, end quote. Okay, so in those three dots before meat must have been fish and barley-based things on those other things. Okay, got it. Uh, there is an offense of wrongdoing. So if he, if he accepts it thinking, I will eat, I will partake of, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there is an offense of expiation. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right. If he thinks that it is the wrong time when it is the wrong time, parentheses, and, close parentheses, eats or partakes of solid food or soft food, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is the wrong time, three dots. If he thinks that it is the right time when it is the wrong time, three dots, offense of expiation. If he accepts for the sake of nourishment, parentheses, food to be eaten, close parentheses, during a watch of the night, during seven days, during life, there is an offense of wrongdoing. For every mouthful, there's an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is the wrong time when it is the right time, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is the right time, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is the right time when it is the right time, there is no offense. There is no offense if, when there is a reason, he makes use of, parentheses, food, close parentheses, to be eaten during a watch, of the night, during seven days, during life, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the seventh, meaning the 37th. All right, love these rules. Mm, rules. All right. 
Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you enjoyed uh, this episode of Buddhist Books Podcast, also known as Tapitika. Topic, topic, tapioca. Tapitika. Tripitaka. Tipitaka. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I was hoping you'd get to hear some, like there was some music and chanting earlier. Because there's some, like a Durga festival going on here um, in New Delhi and no doubt elsewhere throughout India. Special thanks to all of our special guests, including, you know, most importantly, Lord Buddha and uh, several naughty monks. The six monks were the accusers this time. And perhaps there's something in that. The, the ones that are always guilty of something and have harassed the 17 monks in the past are now accusing the 17 monks of a wrongdoing and Lord Buddha agrees those 17 monks did something wrong they're eating afternoon afternoon well, alright um, you learn something every day, maybe? a little bit? anyway, thank you all for going on this ride with me sometimes it's silly I'll go ahead and close now To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Until next time.